Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's news podcast is sponsored by elevatorbooks.com. From educational programs and books to unique gift ideas and more, the only website you need is elevatorbooks.com. This site offers books and materials on maintenance, safety, history, legal issues, technology, and more. Start browsing today at elevatorbooks.com. This is your daily industry news update for January 20th, 2020. In today's news, Lurch Bates has named a new president and announced an acquisition. Shelley Johnson has resigned from the Elevator Escalator Safety Foundation. A man was rescued after an elevator in Toronto went into a freefall, and urine has been cited as a top cause of escalator breakdowns in Mexico City's metro system. Lurch Bates Incorporated has named Eric Roop president effective January 1st. In this role, he oversees all aspects of the consulting business globally, including elevators and escalators, facade access, and building logistics. Headquartered in Inglewood, Colorado, Lurch Bates has offices throughout North America, Europe, the Middle East, Asia, India, and South America. Roop joined Lurch Bates in 2010 with 20 years of sales, operations, and management experience, including corporate positions with Kone. He held various roles at Lurch Bates, including Elevator Consultant, General Manager Chicago, Northeast Area Vice President, and Executive Vice President. Bart Steffen, former President and CEO, has become CEO of the parent company of Lurch Bates and Pi Consulting and Engineering, an Arvada, Colorado headquartered firm Lurch Bates acquired late last year. At the time, Lurch Bates observed, quote, Pi is a recognized expert in building enclosure consulting and forensic engineering services, bringing an added dimension to the existing vertical transportation, facade access, and logistic consulting units at Lurch Bates. Shelley Johnson has announced her resignation as Executive Director of EESF, the Elevator Escalator Safety Foundation. She held the position since January 7, 2019. In announcing her departure, Johnson said, quote, I've enjoyed my time at EESF and am excited for its bright future. It's been a great pleasure getting to work with our program director, Lori Dewitt, and working with our dedicated board of trustees and other volunteers who helped create our new strategic plan, organized our fundraising events, and presented our safety messages and programs. This is a fantastic industry, and I thank you all for your support of EESF. EESF is actively looking for my replacement and will make an announcement as soon as a new executive director is named, end quote. Toronto firefighters rescued a man from an elevator at a residential high-rise at 88 Bloor Street East on January 15th after the unit went into freefall because one of its five cables snapped. The Toronto Sun is among news outlets to report. The man stepped onto the elevator on the 14th floor when the incident occurred. Firefighters rappelled several stories down the shaft to gain access to the car. The man was fastened to a harness and pulled up to paramedics waiting on the 14th floor. He was not hospitalized. 
A spokesperson for Ontario's Technical Standards and Safety Authority, which oversees elevator safety in the province, observed the elevator, quote, was never in uncontrolled descent, end quote, and the emergency brake performed properly. The safety authority is examining the unit. Officials with Mexico City's metro system blame corrosion due to urine as one of the top causes for escalator breakdowns, Fox News reported on January 15th. Furman Ramirez, the system's assistant manager for rails and facilities, said metro users are apparently urinating on escalators at lightly used stations and during off-peak hours. He added, quote, when we open up escalators for maintenance, there is always urine, end quote. The report noted that most stations have no public restrooms and cited Twitter users who say there are not even any pay toilets. On any given day, approximately 22 of the system's 467 escalators are out of service. The biggest problem, authorities said, is that many of the escalators are old or have been damaged by rough use. The system plans to replace 55 escalators over the next two years. The 140-mile-long system records more than 1.6 billion individual rides each year. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.